0: Hi, I'm George Tekmichov here with a special edition of the Eastern Target Archery Podcast. Our special guest, World Archery Secretary General, Mr. Tom Deland. Tom, uh, what a week. It's been incredible. Yeah, it's been a week
1: with uh, many, many surprises and uh, many changes and expected things that happened. And uh, not at least the Japanese trials, but that's not the one I'm I'm sure you want to talk about.
0: (laughs) No. No, but uh, it, was, uh, it was an interesting event anyway. We, we can talk about that later, perhaps. But for sure, Japan is certainly on our mind, as well as the rest of the world calendar. Um, let's start from the start, uh, from the top down. IOC has made the, I would say, incredible and, and necessary decision to delay the Olympic Games, which is uh, un- unprecedented. It's never happened before, ever. Um, there's been cancellations in times of uh, global warfare, but never a postponement. This is Uncharted Waters.
1: Yes, absolutely. I think um, if someone would have asked me a week ago, uh, is the postponement of Olympics possible? My answer would have been no. And that is based on things that I know about how complex organizing Olympic Games are. Uh, and uh, and therefore, I think that uh, what happened was was quite extraordinary uh, as far as we understand and from the information we received from the IOC is that uh, uh, the the postponement was made possible with a clear commitment from both IOC and Japanese government and Tokyo 2020 that yes the the postponement would be looked into and it would be really the priority uh, but on the condition that cancellation was no longer an option because definitely that was also at a certain moment on the agenda but uh, both uh, Japan and IOC unanimously agreed that it had to go on, and, and a new date had to be found.
0: But um, let's consider what that means. I mean, you know, it takes minimum of seven years to prepare for an Olympic Games. That's at least how much pra- You know, how much time goes into the physical infrastructure, the the scheduling, the building of athlete villages, the arrangement for security and for you know, uh, transport and everything that goes into a games, uh, organizing volunteers, the whole list, <clears throat> more or less obvious to you and somewhat less obvious to me, having been involved in a few of these. But I can say that Japan is now finding itself with much less than one year to do what they did in seven. That's fundamentally uh, uh, what it comes down to. I know that a lot of it's already there. In the but sense,
1: in the sense what you're saying is right, but on the other hand... Uh, it is really, I would say, I, I wrote a, a message uh, to, to the organizing Committee uh, uh, this week, uh, and clearly I said, okay, you can say it's an extra year to do things, and it, one of the things that is special, has been special up until today with the Olympics is, it's something that had a strict deadline, and you have to be ready. Uh, for the first time ever, the deadline is extended. Uh, and so, uh, yes, there's going to be a lot of challenges. And for instance, for me, one of the, the biggest challenges uh, that uh, Tokyo for sure is looking at is the village. Right. How are you going to keep a village one year longer, knowing that you sold all those apartments to people that are counting on moving into those apartments? So that's for sure going to be a, a huge challenge. Uh, then uh, there is things like, okay, all hotel rooms were booked. Um what happens with those? I, I no one's I going to use them this summer, that's for sure. Uh, and, uh, and you need new hotel rooms next year. Um, so from a sport point of view, I would say that's the easy part. The venues, most of the venues are also available next year. I, for sure, the archery venue, it's a legacy venue, uh, which is lucky for us because most of the time we have temporary venues that might not be available anymore the next year. Uh, but this time it's a it's a venue that was planned to stay there. So for us the venue will be there uh, There's no issue um, But for some sports it might be an issue um, Because there might be other plans for it um, So th- th- there is some interesting uh, I would say challenges ahead um, And uh, and we will see how it goes. Uh, this is also the reason why I think this is, this is something that was difficult for some people to understand why it took so long to come to this decision of postponement and why for instance today we can't give a date yet of uh, when it will be in 2021 because there's so many implications and there is a, a very i would say a good team of, of professionals looking at it at the moment and they have told us that in three weeks from now we will know what date it is next year now having said that Most likely it will be a very similar date than what we are looking at uh, this year. But uh, you never
0: know. Right, because the same logistical issues exist. The NBC broadcast schedule for the autumn for the other sports and everything else. You might want to have the Olympic Games in autumn for weather reasons in Japan, but there are other reasons why it might stick to the original schedule. There's uh, so much complexity that we could get lost in the weeds talking about this literally for hours, but I, let's let me let me bring it to archery. Let's look at this from the perspective of an NGB, National Governing Body for our sport. I, I spoke to Rod Menzer for our podcast a few days ago, and he did a good job, I think, of encapsulating the specific issues for the American NGB, and and I think some of those are very similar to some of the same issues that will be faced by other national governing bodies. For example, you've already gotten most of the way towards selecting your Olympic team, but now you've got a full year before that team is deployed. Do you go back to square one, like apparently uh, Korea may be thinking of doing? Or do you stick with your top 16, like the Americans are doing? Or do you do something in between? Do you have a perspective on that, that... uh, That you can share?
1: Well, the first and I think the the most important thing that has been made very, very clear by the IOC president uh, as such is that all places obtained remain valid. I think this is critical for people to realize, so no one's going to put into, into question the places obtained at the World Championships, at the Continental Qualifiers, the Continental Games. So that's the number one thing is the people the NOCs that obtain the places will keep on having the places so what you do then do with those places uh, I uh, we talked briefly about it already is you have Japanese trials uh, which are in the nearly end phase Uh, are you going to keep the results as they are or are you going to put them back into question I think uh, what is important that there is a very good dialogue with all the athletes concerned in every country and that people are clear on what what uh, is the reality and, and what should be looked into. Uh, it's clear that in, in, in countries like Korea, where you have so many top archers, uh, and where you have people that, that are, I would say, Oh uh, Jin Yek made it clear that this will be his last Olympics, and uh, he uh, uh, wanted to keep on going till Tokyo 2020. Now uh, he wants to go to 2021, but he was in Korea kind of a good, I would say, situation in the current selection, but if they start from scratch, will he even make it again to the level he is now? So, th- this is this is the challenge for, for many. Uh, it is clear that this is a, a clearly a decision at national level. We will not get involved with it, but uh, I think that People have to look at it. The see president made it very clear it's the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Even if they are in 21, it's the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. So that should right. be something that should be given a thought on uh, because, in a certain sense, it is the, the accomplishment of a four year period. Uh, and, and therefore, I think that if people go back to, to square one, my, my personal feeling, and this is Tom Deal speaking, not the Secretary General speaking, is some. Benefit should be given to the ones they already had accomplished something. Sure. I think this is uh, The case, but for instance, I, I think the case of of Denmark Maya Jager was the first athlete to be nominated for the games. She was uh, already Several weeks ago announced that the Danish uh, Olympic team would would select her uh, And she was the first nominated athlete for 2020. will she's remained
0: the uh, the first for 2021 it's 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 a big question absolutely and you know the same question exists for all shooters who have been part of the selection process going into this uh, quadrennium and and you know i i think as you pointed out this is not wa's position to even give any advice to any ngbs but on a personal level i would hope that the shooters that have worked so hard to get to the point where they would be able to go to Tokyo this summer will still have a chance to be able to do the same next summer, and of course, you know, a lot can happen in a year. Uh, people's lives change and yeah, circumstances. Uh,
1: yeah, well, hopefully, no one gets affected personally by the COVID virus. Sure,
0: at the very least,
1: hope that no one gets uh, sick and, and, and or worse. Uh, but but then, okay, uh, I, so, some, some people that uh, were injured uh, and were struggling to get back into shape might uh, see this as a great opportunity.
0: Sure, that, that and, includes people okay. like Ojin Hyuk, for example. He's been dealing with shoulder problems for a decade now. Uh,
1: yeah, this that's this may example. help him. Think of, think of another example, Lisa Unruh in Germany. Yeah, Lisa. Uh,
0: she also has a shoulder problem, right? And you know, or has been dealing with one and, and now now the timing might be much better for her. And also, you know, the timing might be good for the French to try to lift themselves up into a position of of qualifying a team. And there's so many stories that could be told here. But yeah. all of them are all of them are are dependent to some degree on the next few weeks of planning by your team to try to come up with replacements for, I presume Berlin's going to have to be moved or, or adjusted in some way, for example. And that was the big wow. final qualifying tournament. So all of that gets changed yeah, so, now, I suppose. Yeah, so, so to be very clear on, on, on the situation today
1: uh, and, and based on, on uh, a clear, uh, uh, I would say, discussion process with, with the IOC as well, is that today all the planned qualifying tournaments are off. So there is today no further qualifying tournaments planned, or or I would say confirmed. Right. Uh, We're waiting for clear instructions from the IOC. If there is a change on the principles. Now, I doubt there will be changes on the principles of how the system works. But uh, one of the things uh, that uh, we also discussed with our athletes committee. Uh, Even before the decision was made is that we feel that since um, Athletes were getting ready to be uh, competitive in the coming weeks uh, And we're still trying to qualify they should be able to do that next year as well. So final qualifying tournament Will be 2021 got it now when and where that depends on the date of the Olympics, right? Uh, then we have three continental qualifiers we still have to do. Uh, there is the European, the Pan American, and the Oceanian.
0: All of which have uh, been all of which have been delayed or postponed or or even outright exactly. cancelled because of the situation.
1: Yeah. So uh, we will discuss with the three continental associations on what we can do. But again, there today, I can't give any clear information i would love to but we have to wait on when the olympics will take place because based on that those events might still be organized this year or they will be early next year now what we also took as a very principled decision uh this week is that we want to work with a two-month period so first of all we decided uh that up until the end of June there will be no international competition. Uh so all the events that were planned for May and June, because we already have that situation in place till end of April are off the calendar.
0: So that world cups. and... Take.
1: Yeah. So World Cups, uh European Grand Prix, uh there was European, a, championship. A European 3D, there was a European Championship, there was the Pan American Championship. Uh, there were several para tournaments as well all of them are and also one in Korea uh, an Asian cup all of them are at the moment postponed or cancelled Berlin very clear is cancelled the next time we go to Berlin is 2023 okay. uh, we had a discussion with Berlin on that and there was absolutely no possibility to reschedule anything in Berlin uh, later on this year um, so what we also, decide is that everything in terms of entry process for the events that we hope still will take place like for instance the world field championships in yankton for the moment all the entry processes are blocked on hold for one month because what all the national governing bodies and all the athletes now need is i would say certainty and uh, the time to take care of other things so Uh, For one month, the whole month of April, there is no entry process in place and we have time to make the right decisions because one of the the issues we've all been facing in the last few weeks is a complete reactive approach and we want to be the ones taking charge again of what is happening and and being more proactive. Of course, World Archery cannot control the coronavirus. We have no... uh, influence on what is happening in the world in terms of the actual uh, issue, but we want to control and be in control of what we can control. And what we can control is the allocation of events and uh, helping people to get ready. So, again, we are talking very much with the athletes committee. Uh, We want to make sure that uh, if we do an event, it can be attended by people and people can be ready for it. Because uh, having an event uh, in uh, a country and there's only two or three other countries that can come is not helping anyone either.
0: Well, there's no question that one of the factors that's going to be really important to this is backdating everything based on the new date for the Olympic Games. So there's going to be a certain amount of wait and see, see what IOC comes up with and Tokyo 2020 come up with to try to determine that date. Once that's set a lot can slot into place. A a lot of things can be decided or at least can be researched. But it's difficult to come up with the FQT date, for example, or even location, I suppose, if you don't know that date of the Olympics yet.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and, and okay, of course, uh, we are discussing with uh, the event organizers on possible dates, on what can happen and so on. But until we have a certainty on the Olympic and Paralympic dates, there's no point in, in, in making any uh, announcements and so on, because that will only give confusion. Sure. Uh, it will give false hopes and so on. Uh, we, we have uh, discussed with our executive committee, and I will have a board meeting on, on, on Monday as well, we have discussed the strategy of what can happen for the rest of the season, depending on what can happen, uh, depending on, on, on how travel restrictions uh, might get lifted at some stage. And we have at the moment four options on the table and I can't give more information on uh, at the moment but all four will depend on what is happening I would say with the virus and and we are very much following uh, every week uh, a World Health Organization conference call uh, which has given us a a lot of tools to do a risk assessment and uh, based on that risk assessment uh, and based on how it's evolving, we will take different decisions. Well, for sure, we'll we follow
0: up. Yes, yeah, sorry. I was going to say, we'll just follow up in a couple of weeks to see, you know, where things stand, because you'll be in a much better position to be able to talk about those things.
1: Exactly. And, and OK, uh, we all hope that things get better soon. But the best thing for everyone listening to this to make things go better soon is follow the directives of World Health Organization, of your public health authorities and. Try to avoid any contact with other people, uh, I, unless it is online. Virtual contact is great uh, and uh, uh, stay, stay safe and healthy at home. And this is the best best thing to make sure we have an outdoor calendar this year.
0: Speaking of the outdoor calendar uh, for this year and for next, besides the Olympic Games, we've got a world field championship this year in Yankton. We have a world outdoor championship set for next year normally. Which you know may be one of the things that you'll be discussing with the executive committee, I presume. The whole uh, timing. I would say, yeah, know. I, I think the calendar.
1: I the calendar for twenty twenty is already complex to discuss. The calendar for twenty twenty one is even more complex to discuss. I at at this moment, um, again, not knowing what day the Olympics are, we don't know what happens with the two world championships, actually the three world championships we have next year. Yeah, the 3D we as
0: well.
1: The world championships in Youngton for the target, we have a uh, 3D championships in Italy, and we have the U championships in Australia. Now, the one in Australia is in October, so I would say that's the most sure one to, to discuss. I, I see no reason why we would not do that one in 2021, uh, unless there is really... <laughs> a very serious issue, uh, and we can't have
0: any activity until that day. Yeah, well, if it's, uh, if, we see, don't, if it's that that's bad, like, Tom, I don't think archery is going to be the topic. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, but that one, I would
1: say, that, I'm, that one, I'm more than ready to put my hand up, that that one is going to take place. Sure. Uh, the, other, the other two, um, we already had some discussion with our field committee um, uh, and, and with our event department. You see, even at a certain moment, we can combine field and 3d in the future uh so um we'll see maybe that's the solution uh, for for uh, making the calendar a little bit easier in 2021 but again it also depends on other events 2021 is a very busy calendar even without olympics and paralympics because sure. there is things like universiats world games uh, now there is Pan American Youth Games, there is uh, Mediterranean Games there's so many other events in 2021
0: that all of those events might be affected as well not to uh, mention the Masters so, too, right? there's a Masters Championship and,
1: uh, and, and a very, a very uh, key one Master uh, one which was supposed for instance to take a lot of the equipment of Tokyo 2020 yeah, because
0: it's happening in Totori, so, Japan
1: yes So you can imagine uh, what happens with them, and and again, if certain people are saying maybe the games would be in in spring. Now the master games were scheduled in in spring, so uh, there is so many uh, things that can happen. That I, for me, our key priority is first of all having clarity on twenty twenty one dates of the Olympics. Then our second. Uh, priority is determining the qualification system. and third priority is what can we do the rest of 2020? When we know all of that, we can start looking at 2021 on a more global
0: uh, scale. Okay, I think that's clear enough for now. Let's, let's talk about some things in the meantime that uh, you know, are, are maybe a little less of, of a little less import, but still you know uh, take it down to the local level. Uh, one of the things that we've talked about is what people can do to continue to be part of the sport during this time. You mentioned online. WA has just made an initiative, I see, to do an online um, sort of uh, league. And that might be something you can talk about a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's an, an interesting concept that was developed by, by Chris Wells. Uh, and and it's, it's working really well. People are getting really excited about it by shooting at short distance on, on on a specific target for, for, for one week and then next week we'll have another type of target. Uh, and and so we are definitely seeing a great reaction to it. Uh, and and people are enjoying it. They they keep busy, they make challenges between themselves. Uh, there's even already a discussion of is an arrow in or out, uh, the typical discussion we always have. Uh, and and so it's it's something that we, we strongly believe is, is a good way uh, to keep people involved and, and there is a real community building around it <clears throat> the other thing that we are trying to do is uh, to have um
0: exercises and training
1: tips uh, we did some with the world Archery Excellence center we have some of our top athletes that are doing uh, some videos as well and Folker did one on on, on physical training and yeah i saw that in good shape um so these are all kinds of things that we we really encourage uh, people to do as so also this morning uh, Archie Australia did something with their top athletes uh, so really th- this is showing that we all can contribute and all can help each other by keeping active because uh, <laughs> we don't want to end up that uh, after when all of this gets over and we go back to our regular uh, training area or, or work,
0: and we're all overweight and having problems moving around. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and, and that's a real concern because in a lot of places people are being kept indoors, but there's a lot you can still do with a bow. Even if you can't shoot, you can do SPTs, you can draw the bow, you can do things to keep yourself in shape and, and try to keep yourself in shape mentally, which is just as important.
1: Exactly. And, and what we're trying to do is to make it as much fun as possible because I, let's face it, uh, uh just pulling back your bow without shooting the arrow, uh, is, is, is boring as it can get.
0: Yeah, let's I won't argue there. about that. You know, I'm, I'm finding myself in that position right now, even with the, uh, you know, the Eastern Archery Center being closed, uh, along with just about every other place to shoot. But, um, one of the things that, uh, that I'd spoken about with Rod Menzer was one of the factors they're running into with this whole situation is people aren't renewing memberships and aren't renewing their, uh, you know, they're not able to shoot in local club leagues, things of that nature. Um, I would suggest that shooters make sure that they don't let their NGB membership lapse because right now there's going to be a budget shortfall for a lot of these national governing bodies. And if you, if you at least up your membership, keep it going. Uh, that'll be an important lifeline. Yeah,
1: and, 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 and I think the advice, uh, because we will have, uh, we, we're doing our regular uh, conference calls with all, with all our members, and, and the advice there is, is going exactly uh, in that direction. Is okay, What what is important, and that's why initiatives like the one from Austria-Australia that I mentioned, and, and there's some others that are doing similar things. Uh, it is a question of now showing that there is more uh, than events that you give to your members. Uh, and, I, and and the area which uh, I made very clear to, to my staff as well is, okay, we won't have a lot of events, so our event department is not going to have a lot of work. Our development department is also as good as shut down because we can't uh, have development activities, we don't have coaching courses, or, or, or even sending equipment has become as good as impossible uh, to the countries where we would be sending equipment. And and so the one area where we will definitely not slow down and probably even increase in the coming uh, months is communication. Because uh, this is what what will keep people interested in the sport, what will uh, keep people staying within the membership is that they need to have the perception that they get something in return. So, by by really focusing on giving the right communication, uh, by making it clear that okay, we we are not in control of this virus, uh, but we can help the community uh, to get uh, in a better shape. Uh, that when the things get better, we all can enjoy shooting again events developing the sport and, and growing the sport.
0: Things like online seminars and uh, lectures by athletes, perhaps, things of that nature.
1: Absolutely. I've been thinking of, of, of many of those. We we had a conference call with our staff uh, uh, on, on Friday, and, and we are thinking of, of many virtual things. Um, it, it is clear that, that OK, being uh, relying on, on, on only online things is not easy. But um, we, um, we are working on it, and, and there will be announcements in the coming weeks on certain online events. Uh, I'm not going to say more on it now because we first have to make
0: them. Sure, but uh, when we get closer, we we'll definitely deposit. want to talk about those.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay. Well, Tom, you know, we've just scratched the surface. I mean, there's so many more elements to this than we have touched upon. But uh, to conclude, I think... You know, at least for this discussion, we'll have another one soon. Um, I think that maybe we can give some general advice to our listeners as to what to do in the next few days and weeks in order to you know keep up a positive approach and get back into the sport as quickly as possible once we get out of this tunnel. And I think one of those things, as I mentioned, is to stay in touch. and there there are a lot of uh, resources online and a lot of resources that WA has. Uh, You have a Facebook page, and you also have, of course, the WA website, worldarchery.org, which is one of the best resources for the up-to-date information.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and okay, there's other things, uh, the YouTube channel, uh, and and we will have more and more uh, things available. And, And also, our role is also to make sure that people that are doing things are getting shared as well uh we're also working with with some of our broadcasters to see what we can do there because uh you can imagine that uh, uh for the big broadcasters that were expecting uh these days having uh, many things uh, happening in the world of sport and now I, I, uh it's it's an unprecedented situation that that the entire sports calendar basically disappeared in a few days right uh and uh so you can imagine for people uh, that are in charge of of programming at, at at broadcast level is okay how many days can you give repeats of last year's uh, sport activities and and so we are also working with them to see what we can do to produce good quality material that can be taken by them uh, and uh, and and shown so it's uh, we we're we quite optimistic that we can have some archery uh, programming happening in the coming weeks and months uh, that uh, will be different. It won't be uh, people shooting uh, final matches, but we, we are working with them to see what we can do.
0: Not to mention the fact that you've got a pretty rich archive of stuff out there that hasn't necessarily been tapped by mainstream media. But Archery TV, for example, you know you can go down that rabbit hole and find all, find all kinds of interesting things to, to occupy yourself with uh, on that subject.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And also one of the things that is becoming very popular is uh, we have an application called Head to Head, which is a, uh, an application on the phone uh, that uh, allows you to to compete between friends uh, at a distance. And uh, uh, of course, uh, it will be at most of the time now at five or 10 meters, but uh, it doesn't really matter. Or, or you can uh, compete against the uh, archive uh, results. Uh, all of our results database is linked to it as well so it's it's another way to keep uh, i would say uh, the mental game going uh, and, and having challenges between friends over uh, the application
0: or even plug yourself into an archival match that happened in the past you could you could challenge yourself against uh you know a top shooter uh that way the way that works
1: absolutely another thing we've been seeing is we have a lot of archers getting engaged which uh, i congratulate all of them, uh, it's uh, another thing that is happening these days. so uh, congratulations to all of them.
0: Yes, for sure. We're seeing personal messages on WA's uh, forums from many illumin- you know luminaries in our sport. and, and I think as, uh, as this situation continues to play out and hopefully improves soon, we'll continue to see that personal participation by your favorite shooters. Absolutely. Well, Tom Dealin, Secretary General of World Archery, let me just say on a personal level, I appreciate everything you're doing. And uh, you know anything I can do to help, I know you'll let me know. But uh, I think all of us speak uh, for our sport when we say things will get better. And now is a great time to kind of hit the reset button, work on your mental game, support your local pro shop when those open up again, support your local programs when those open up again, And do everything you can to stay engaged in our sport.
1: And especially stay healthy.
0: Tom Dielen, thanks very much for joining us today.
1: Pleasure. Thank you.